0: hey we are here at jw here now and i am excited to introduce one of the hardest hustlers i know um one of the most motivating people summer walters hey summer thanks for so much for coming on
1: yeah, thank you so much for asking me. I was really honored.
0: <laughs> so oh, I'm thank so you. I excited we can actually actually got together to do this, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, me too. Anyways, for the people that, that haven't met Summer before, she is her um, background's in nursing, correct? Yes. Awesome, and then uh, you have been just absolutely crushing it with Rodon Fields, and in the meantime, also opening an aesthetics company. I mean. Is there any more that you could put on your plate?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, no, you're so sweet. I have like a lot of people to help me and support me and everything like that. so it's been it's been a really fun journey and just kind of one thing led to the next is how it all came about. So definitely nothing I set out and was like, this is what I'm going to do, but I don't know sometimes things just happen you just kind of do the next thing and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, I've done something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so and, and you've been doing all this in the Pacific Northwest did you did you grow up in the Pacific Northwest?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm 27. I grew up in Salem, Oregon, which for a lot of people, like nobody has heard of Salem, but it's actually the capital of Oregon, not just Portland. <laughs> um, yeah, yep. Yeah, but I totally understand. So, um, just 45 minutes away from Portland. Um, I went to nursing school in Minnesota, just like looking for an adventure. I went, um, and then I ended up, uh, marrying my husband out in Minnesota. Uh, he was a Midwest boy from Nebraska. <laughs> and then we came back to the, um, to the West coast and we've lived here ever since. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of my background. Um, For the last three years, my husband's been in law school. So we've been, um, I don't know, we've kind of been like ships in the night in some ways with uh, me building my businesses and my husband finishing law school. But um, it's really cool because we're kind of at the end of that season. And um, yeah, it's, it's been exciting to see what like three years of really hard work and um dedication has has looked like so
0: so is that so that's how long you've been doing i guess work us through the timeline of of kind of your transition from nursing Are, are you still nursing at the hospital
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm considered um, an unscheduled employee right now. So um, I'm not benefited. I'm not required to work um, a certain amount of hours, but I can work as much or as little as I want. So it's been really awesome um, as a way to supplement my income. As most people who have small businesses know, um, you know, the first two and three years, a lot of times you don't pay yourself a, a ton. So it's been great to work when I need to. And then I can, you know, I've been able to take like six weeks off of working if my other businesses are really demanding at that time. So, um, so yeah, I work anywhere from like a couple times a month to like a couple times a week, depending on, yeah. depending on what I need to do. Um, so my, my background in nursing, um, I've been a nurse for the last five years has always been in labor delivery. Um, and then also in forensic nursing. So, um, I've done, you know, all the stuff around babies and then <laughs> my passion is really for helping women. Like that's why oh. I got into labor delivery um, no offense to any of the dudes out there, but I just love working with women and just making them feel valued and cared for. Um, that's why labor delivery was always on my heart. But then once I got into labor delivery, um, I had kind of an intro to, um, doing forensic nursing. Uh, it's called. Sexual yeah. I'm like, well, I like to tell people <laughs> it's forensics because it, it, you're called a sexual assault nurse examiner, which uh, um, sounds kind of like, oh my gosh, what do you do? But heavy. basically um, for anybody who's seen like SVU, I'm the nurse that comes in after someone's been assaulted and collect evidence and kind of help them through that process and connect them with advocates and law enforcement and, and everything like that. So, um, what? so those were like my two specialties before, um before Rodan and Fields and before aesthetics happened. So yeah. So basically, what I what I was doing was um, I was working as a full time night shift nurse, and then I was yes. doing this other forensic nursing on the side. And I was doing something that I absolutely loved and that I was so passionate about, but I found myself getting really burnt out. Which I think a lot of people that are in the in the medical field.
0: How long were you get, in before you to. before you started feeling that? I mean, how how long did you you absolutely love it, and then yeah, when did that start coming.
1: Like, well, it's almost kind of embarrassing. <laughs> um, like two years. <laughs> Seriously, two years. And I yeah. was like, I just can't do this forever. Um, you know, I saw a lot of my coworkers um have babies and they'd come back okay. from maternity leave and they'd be like crying in the bathroom. Cause yeah. twelve hours is a long time to be away from your family. Um especially yeah. when you have little babies and I just started kind of getting this feeling of like, uh, this isn't, this isn't my forever place. Like, this isn't what I'm going to do until I'm like 65. Yeah. So yeah. I just started to kind of look for a plan B. Um, cause I, and I felt really ashamed and embarrassed because I had worked my butt off to become a nurse. And, um, you know, whenever you become a nurse, I feel like that's what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. It's so, like the pinnacle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I felt kind of like embarrassed and ashamed that I was looking for a plan B and I kind of kept it under wraps, um, for sure. Uh, how I got into owning my own business is, you know, a friend messaged me and just basically told me about um, an online business, which I felt like was so sketchy. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what, what is she doing? What is she trying to get me into? Yeah. Um, but I, I had been really praying and really, um really anxious to find something that, that um, made me feel as passionate about, about what I do as labor delivery, but yeah. gave me the flexibility to work when and how, and You know, where I wanted and labor delivery just couldn't deliver that. So, um, so I was like, okay, you know, maybe this is exactly what God had in mind for me. So I might as well just keep an open mind and not think that I know things that I really truly have not done any research on. So I listened to my friend, and you know, she had replaced her income in like four months. She worked really, really hard. Um, yeah, she was a really hard worker though, like for sure. That doesn't just happen to anybody. Yeah, um, but she just kind of shared like what she did to make that happen. And I was like, you know what, even if I could make a little bit of extra side income, then I could maybe go part-time and then I could start looking for what I really want to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought it's like a, so a like a so, stepping stool.
0: So in yeah. the beginning, you didn't necessarily see the, the, the online business that your friend was, was pitching to you as, as the, the end, the end all be all that wasn't the, you know, it was more to subsidize income, right. time, nursing. Okay.
1: Right. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. I did not get like the big picture of it. Um, and then once I got once I got in, I you know I realized that it was a lot more um, amazing than I thought it was. You know, they were like sold in Nordstrom and number one there, and at Bloomingdale's and Macy's, and it's the you know doctors that created Proactive. and so there was just a lot about it that I was like, wow, this is actually really impressive. Um, it's a very even though there's obviously male consultants and male customers, it's a very female centered business um, and okay. it's meant to you know empower women um you know make them more confident in their skin and how they live their lives and for people who choose to you know take on this business it it is an amazing thing for so many people i know um just really normal people like me that has like completely transformed their lives um so yeah. so yeah once i started getting into it i was like okay this is really something amazing and it's something that it, that not just i can do but that i can share with other people who are looking for something else. Um, it's definitely meant for people who are, you know, hardworking and consistent and who are looking for like an actual change in their lives. Um, I feel like those are people that do really well, but, um, so yeah, I I started with that about two and a half years ago. And, um, then about a year into my, uh, my Rodan and Fields business, my skincare business, another nurse approached me about joining her aesthetics business.
0: Okay. And, And,
1: um, it was really like Very part time. It was very boutique. We were three nurses in one room um, with a medical director. So (laughs) it it didn't seem like a huge commitment, but it sounded like something that I would love to do, like with branding and marketing and all of that um, in a way that I could really learn how to do those so much better. So I ended up joining.
0: What is the difference? If you don't mind me stopping. What What is the difference between the aesthetic business and and Rodan Fields, let's say?
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm really thankful that I did Rodan and Fields before I did my brick and mortar business because the the really big difference is um, between joining a business that's already established, like having like a franchise or an online virtual business, versus starting your own is the infrastructure. And there's a lot of things that I just didn't even think about or realized went into a small business so the infrastructure um obviously you probably think of like a website and yeah. um, you know facebook and instagram and then also like your point of sales, like how do you transact people's credit cards, and um, who do you <laughs> the find details, to... right? Yeah, yeah. Who do you find a trust as like an accountant, and um, should you make it into an S corp or an LLC, and and you know for for us yes. since we're a medical facility, you know, insurance that's huge. Our liability insurance. Um,
0: You're right. Yeah. I, I so
1: right. So so many things, and then wow. things that um, you know, are kind of like. Smaller, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, but things like um, your logo and designing that and, um, you know, client communication. So right right now, it is just um, actually two, it's just two of us nurses. So one nurse left um, the business really amicable. And it was just a great thing for all of us because um, our business was really starting to ramp up and get busy. And we were kind of starting to need to make changes that this isn't going to be just a side thing, a part time thing if we really want to make it. We yeah. have to really make that leap. Um, so two of us were wanting to make that leap, and one of us was not quite ready for that. So, um, so right now it's me and another nurse. And then our medical director is still with us, and just an awesome medical director. Um, but yeah, making. Well, was that-
0: there was there was there like an epiphany moment of you guys going, okay, we have enough clients, or we have enough income, or was it just? Something you felt to going okay, let's make the jump. Or I mean, how did that?
1: How did that happen? Gosh. Okay. Well, um, it it happened in a very scary way. (laughs) (laughs) So um, so our business model, um, you know, my husband and I, we've always been like, we've always kind of run our lives in like a debt free model. Um, so usually, you know, if we don't have enough money to do something, we're going to save up or figure out a way to do it so that we're not like taking out loans. Yeah. Um, so like for my husband and I, we weren't always this way. Rodan and Fields really helped us get this way, but right now we're completely debt free. We own our cars. Wow. You know, we don't have any debt and, and we just are, you know, paying our mortgage, but that's basically the only debt that we have is our house. Um, and our our business operated the same way. So, we didn't pay ourselves with this aesthetic business and um we were able to have a little bit of a savings account and we we owned everything that we bought. So, um so we came to this point though where um with what we were doing, we were doing botox and dermal fillers and we came to a point where we could either continue what we're doing and just break even every month, you know, pay the business, maybe put a little bit in savings, but never pay ourselves. Yeah, We could keep on doing that, which obviously why would we want to work for free for the rest of our lives? Or we <laughs> could, or we could um, take a jump and buy a cool sculpting machine. So people may have heard of that. They, they do advertise yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, you may or may not have heard Let's of that. So, hear, yeah. What is that? So basically it, it's, it's really amazing. It kind of sounds too good to be true, which is kind of what we thought. We're like, this must be hyped up. It, like it can't do all these things that people are saying it does, but yeah. it's um it's essentially like a uh, a suction cup that has you know several different sizes and shapes and contours, and it's a thirty five minute application. And anywhere we put it, it destroys permanently twenty five percent of the fat cells. Really? So yeah. So it's completely non invasive. There's no downtime. There's no scars. There's no risk of infection. Um, people are literally um, working out that day if they want to. Um, your body just naturally, over the course of three months, goes in and removes those dead fat cells and, wow. um,
0: and so gets them on the body. Like, do you know the, the the science behind that? I mean, that's like, that's pretty, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty crazy. That's like, yeah.
1: Yeah, so occasionally I um you know a physician comes in or you know an engineer and they like want to know all the nitty gritty details and I actually right. totally geek out of, over that. But um so I always get into more detail if people want it. But so it's basically like cryolipolysis. So um this doctor his name is Dr. Rox Anderson. He's the guy who created laser hair removal. I mean, he he's oh, really? like a he's a genius in aesthetics. Yeah. Most oh. of the lasers, most of the machines that you see were at one point or another created by Rox Anderson. So, um, he found these studies and it was, it it was kind of interesting. It was these, um, these kids who were using popsicles to sue themselves while they were teething and they made these really like kind (laughs) of dimples in their cheeks from constantly using popsicles because it was destroying their fat cells, but it wasn't destroying any other structure. So like, you know, their skin and their muscles and all of the other structures were completely intact. Um, but it was just this, the fat cells that were gone. And these kids have like dimples for the rest of their lives now for, yeah. For eating many popsicles basically. <laughs> and um, then these women in Massachusetts, they were riding horses really early in the morning. You know, Massachusetts is super cold and yeah. they were getting these really ugly concave legs. So we all want a better thigh gap, but theirs was like oh. ugly, <laughs> ugly, yeah. not in the right spot. Um, and so this group of women, they were all going to um, the same doctor and the doctor realized that all of these women were developing this, um, this, strange side effect from riding their really cold saddles early in the morning so basically Uh-oh. he's like you guys just need to like you know wear thicker pants and you know put like a blanket over your saddles in the morning or or whatever so dr rox anderson found these two studies and he was like you know it's basically like the holy grail of body contouring if i could find a way to non-invasively give people the results of liposuction without ever having to go under anesthesia, you know, have incisions yeah. and scarring, then that would be amazing. So um, it all started in 2002 and then, um, and then CoolSculpting gained their um, FDA certification and approval and everything in 2012. So um, it's been, it's so been going on for six years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's been over 6.5 million treatments worldwide. So it's not just really? in the United States. It's um, in a lot of other countries as well
0: did it start in the united states so it started back east right yeah
1: yeah yeah it started at harvard so um so yeah harvard still owns the patents and uh right now allergan who um for people that like know botox and fillers they're they're like the name brand in aesthetics so they're who created botox (laughs) and they're who created so they are the ones that own cool sculpting and that's why you know you a lot of times people don't know what I'm talking about, but then once they see, like, the logo, they're like, oh, yeah, I have seen that before. Like, I've seen that commercial. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's been really awesome, though. I, wow. We um, – you know, it was a really huge leap. Um, the sculpting machine was basically as much as my house. Oh, my and, gosh. <laughs> and we had to buy it outright. So it, wow. that was a huge, you know, defining moment where, you know, okay, are we going to, you know – play it safe are we going to you know stay small or are we going to just make that leap and and go for it and start running and start um you know advertising and things like that something that we had never done before yeah so we decided to do it that basically we were either going to kind of dissolve our business or we were going to move forward because we weren't just going to keep on not paying ourselves yeah so we did that in december 2017 and in our first quarter we made i so my business partner Amy, she is like the the brains of the operation as far as like money and everything goes. Um, yeah, I believe in our first quarter we made three times as much as the previous year, like the entire wow. previous year. Yeah, so um, so it's and it's only thirty
0: five minutes, so you can I mean you can yeah. see a lot of that machine could see a lot of customers each day.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, what most happened? people get more than one application. Um, but. But you're right. I mean, it's a very, like, hmm. quick procedure compared to somebody who is going to go in and get, like, a surgical procedure especially. So, um, so, yeah. yeah, it's been really amazing. And it, the results that people have had have been, like, I mean, I've just been kind of amazed, yeah. like, brought to tears about how much this has affected people. You know, people, um, you know, totally making, like, every decision that they do, the vacations they go on, um, yeah. where they go with their kids, you know, if there's, like, going to be a bathing suit required or anything like that. Like yeah. men and women alike have really um built their lives around their insecurities with their bodies, and you know this has really been able to give people confidence that they just couldn't get in the gym they couldn't get it with diet and exercise um especially one area where I feel like has just been the most dramatic changes for people is um we can do some mental areas, so like the double chin. Oh really? Yeah, and and it's really wow. quick. It's like that one is a forty-five minute treatment, but the results have been amazing. And though that is probably my very favorite area to do because I feel like that it's it's quick, it's it's relatively inexpensive for you know, something that's going to be a lifelong change for somebody. Yeah. Um, and people just every time people come back for their two two or three month follow up appointment, you know, when they see their full results, people <laughs> just tell me how much it has improved their confidence. You know, it looks like they lost like thirty five pounds or so because. You're yeah. just getting it right there under the chin and everything. So, um Wow. So yeah, it's, it's been really awesome. I feel like it's been a lot more meaningful than I ever thought aesthetics could be. Yeah. That was that was definitely my concern was, you know, I did labor and delivery and I, did, and I did this forensics nursing. And in both those areas, I felt like I was making like I, I could see a tangible, I don't know, impact that I was making, even if it was like one person at a time. And in aesthetics, I thought, gosh, maybe that's going to be too superficial. You know what I mean? Like I'm just going yeah, to yeah. feel like I'm doing something or helping people. But. <laughs> It's been anything but that. I feel like I'm really doing something that's meaningful and valuable and, um, connecting with people about, you know, how they feel and their confidence. And then it, it's amazing that once you, once you get personal, (laughs) enough to go through that stuff that, um, a lot of other things come up as well. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, well, I'll bet. I mean, so I feel like a lot of people, you know, like even in their own lives, we struggle for, I think the biggest thing I heard is that is, is making that decision. I mean, to invest you know, that much into that, that cool sculpting machine and going, you know, feet first, head first, right into the, into the pond here of, of your new business. I mean, did you have, you know, check boxes that you used to go, okay, we have this in line, we have this, like, like what actually made you make that decision or kind of what was that process? Cause I mean, it's not just a wake up one day and go, yeah, let's go spend. You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on something,
1: right? You know, it, how, right. Yeah. No, it wasn't like that. that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So for us, it was a three-month process. So we met with a Cool Sculpting representative, um, in let's see, like the very first October, like I believe it was October first, and we yeah. signed for our Cool Sculpting machine, and it was delivered right before Christmas. I believe it was the twenty-first of December was when we signed for it, and it was delivered. So, um, so it was a three-month process. My business partner Amy um, is absolutely incredible. We were really, um, we're really opposites in our strengths and our weaknesses. So together yeah. we make like a complete person basically. So my, my business <laughs> partner is very much, um, you know, into finances. She, she's who, who, um, is in charge of our QuickBooks and she does an amazing job with all of that. So she was more, um, in charge of, okay, can we, af- can we afford this? Like worst case scenario, yeah. you know, like, can we, what, can we make this happen? Like what happens if we can't make our payments? Will we, will we go bankrupt personally? Cause this is like on our personal names. Yeah, um, yeah. So she was, she was more thinking like worst case scenario. What do we do if we can't make our payments, that sort of thing. And then I was kind of on the opposite side with like best case scenario or just like mediocre <laughs> scenario. Yeah. What, what is our income potential? What is our ability to reach more people? Um. And there was a lot of really cool things that we found out about it. One is that people who have never done aesthetics. So like people who had, never think themselves as like a Botox or a filler person, they'll come in and get cool sculpting.
0: Yeah. Somebody that's brand well, new to all basic. of that. Yeah. 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 It, does, it
1: doesn't seem scary. There's not, there's really honestly, like honest to goodness, there's really nothing bad that can happen to you with cool sculpting Unless you went to somebody who just did not know at all what they are doing. You know what I mean? You really yeah. can't, yeah. you really can't hurt yourself with it. It's kind of amazing. Um, And so we, we figured out that we could meet a lot of people um, with aesthetics and, you know what I mean? And offer them a solution for maybe other problems that they were having, other skincare problems, aging concerns. And so it was just kind of giving us a foot in the door for people that maybe would write themselves off with aesthetic procedures, but um, maybe simply because they didn't know very much about them.
0: Yeah. So we thought about I mean-
1: that. And then um, what, are, what are some other things that we thought about? I mean, basically we, both of us were working full-time, um, at the time that we bought this machine. So my business partner, Amy was working full-time day shift. She was like a nursing manager. And then I was working full-time night shift at the time. So we were like, if we do this, we're going to be able to, we, like, we'll have to be able to kind of step away from our jobs and, um, put more time into this. And that yeah. was a huge, a huge, uh, factor. So we started doing that. We started kind of stepping away from our jobs and, and, um, by the end of, 2017, both of us were, you know, just working on scheduled basically. So that was a huge thing was, do we have enough time? And then, you know, ultimately, ultimately, we, we realized that, you know, if we did this thing that it could be a total flop, but the research was there, the numbers were there. So on paper, things looked good. And then ultimately, we just, we trust ourselves. We knew that we, we know that we are hard workers. We had already been in business um, about a year and a half together. So we know we work really well together. We know we're both really trustworthy. Um, and it, it just, it just happened. Um, well, one I mean, yeah, go ahead. One thing that somebody said, that's kind of funny. Uh, w- when I was just talking about this, he's another business owner. He owns um, a gym in Wilsonville and yeah. he goes, you know, Summer, scared money. Don't make no money. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's actually probably true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, totally true. Is. Yeah, and and then the one other thing that really helped us too was um we we read um up and you can just like literally Google it. So I think I just googled like um you know success stories of like famous CEOs is I think what I googled and it was just these really amazing facts that came up about people that we just think are like like Oprah and Tina Fey and um even Henry Ford. Like Henry Ford, his very first. Uh, location where he was going to build cars, he signed a thousand year lease, a thousand year lease. <laughs> I mean, like Whoa. he's going to be like long dead by that time, but he was just so confident that
0: thousand years.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. That's a long so time. It, it, a lot of it is just so much about like your, your mindset, you know what I mean? And, um, and I feel like for us, we just, from October to December, we just got in the mindset that we were going to be successful. That failure wasn't an option that it was yeah. good for us to make the next step and that scared or not, we we're going to do it and we we're going to hustle.
0: Wow, do you have a favorite? You know, if somebody was, because I mean, you know, not not just that people are looking into, you know, aesthetics or road on fields and you know what people are, what you're doing, but I mean, just just overall, I mean, do you have a a book of advice or something that you really, you know, you go to or you feel like was the foundation for for all your success?
1: So I read a ton, a ton, a ton of books. Um, I I listen to Audible like all the time. Um, and then let me. <laughs> so I'm on my phone right now. I don't want to mis misquote the um misquote the book or anything, but um, yeah. No, pull it up. Okay, perfect.
0: Yeah, that is something I I see almost over almost everybody that I see. It's it's really successful driven. I think I think books are a are a solid foundation to you know, get that extra knowledge. I don't know what the difference is really between you know you can watch seven minute clips on YouTube or you know there's so many other sources where we can get info, but it just seems like books are are it's just a more complete source or you know I don't know what it is about you know that one resource and it seems like it's a common. uh common relationship between a lot of a lot of very successful people
1: yeah no i i totally agree i and learning more about successful people and how they do things i feel like that's where i've gotten a lot of like my you know little pearls yeah. of wisdom from is just other people because really there's at this point i'm like there's not too much that's new under the sun and um, if i'm going through something challenging or hard whether it's like in my business or my marriage or just my personal life yeah. someone else has gone through that and they've gone you know gone through it successfully and they've written something about it so it's
0: roadmaps. It's yeah, really roadmaps yeah
1: absolutely <laughs> so and I, I bet you that you've heard of him Jordan but um have you heard of uh Brendan um Burchard have you heard I of have. Yeah. yeah so he, he wrote the high performance habits um and that book so I've listened to that one and it's so embarrassing I don't even know the name off the top of my head but I've listened to that several times on audible and he does he does such a good job of just um I guess not focusing on like wealth or, or anything like that, because ultimately wealth is not what makes people happy, but doing something that is meaningful to them, that they're successful at, um, that's what makes people happy. So he really goes into, into that about feeling fulfilled and happy about what you're doing, whether it's your business or you're an employee or a CEO or whatever, whatever you're doing about doing that. well. And he talks about, um, high performance habits, like getting sleep and exercising and eating well and taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. and taking care of your relationships and for me this has been like the best book on um that's just really like holistic and he's he's amazing he's really like the leading expert on being a high performer you know is there
0: there one or two things from that book you've implemented kind of in everyday life whether I'm on vacation or whether you're on at at home or what you know whether you're sick or, or well you know that you've really found that you've implemented that has has helped you a lot
1: yeah. So I feel like there was, um, there's two big takeaways from his book. So one, he talks about um, how anytime that you're, you know, an entrepreneur or a business owner or anything, anything that you're doing, that's really a push for you um, that you kind of are like juggling several things. So your family life, you know, your household responsibilities, your finances, and maybe yeah. this, this dream that you're pursuing. And he talks about them all like, like you're literally like juggling all of these balls basically. Um you're trying to keep them all up in the air. And he talked about how some are made of glass and some are made of rubber. So, you know, he told you to identify what's made of glass and what's made of rubber. So your your family and your and your marriage, that's I mean, you can only drop that so many times before eventually it shatters. Yeah. So he really talked about um setting up your life so that you can take meaningful time and pour that into your marriage or pour that into your children. I don't have any children. So for me that's just my marriage and my friends, my family. But that one was something that really um, that meant so much to me because as you're building something, it's really, it's really easy to kind of get obsessed with it and to say, okay, well, once I'm at this point, then I'm going to spend more time in my marriage or once I get to this point. I it's take, justifiable.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Right. Reach and in your own head. It, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Like <laughs> once, once I reach here, I'm going to start taking better care of myself and I'm going to go to the gym it's and hard. I'm going to eat healthier. And, <laughs> um, you know, and, and you talked about like your health as being one that you can only drop that so many times before it's totally broken as well. Yeah. So that was something that really um, helped me kind of get my priorities in straight. So even though sometimes, uh, yeah, especially as I was kind of getting used to doing that as when I was getting used to getting more sleep and exercising every day and eating healthier, it was like, I was cheating myself out of time with my business. You know what I mean? I felt yeah. really guilty, but ultimately that's, that has helped me be more productive and it's helped me be happier. So that was one takeaway. Wow. Um, and then let's see, um, let's see. My, I had a second takeaway, but now I am having a hard time remembering what it was. Oh, one of his takeaways. So this one is so hard. I still feel like I'm just so struggling to implement it is I'm um, basically working on your one most important thing. It talks about not um, how multitasking is like, biggest joke of the world like (laughs) like people are like i'm such a good multitasker and it's like such an awful thing to to do like multitasking is awful yeah so um he just talks about like really having you know what are the five things that are going to get you from where you are to where you want to be and so you really have to like identify those five things write them out put them on your mirror put them on your phone like so that you are always seeing them and just focus on those things wow yeah yeah
0: well, that's definitely focus. I mean, I know a lot of people try to, you know, they look at, at people in successful positions and they go, man, how did they accomplish so much? And, and that is interesting where it's just instead of, or we see it as, oh, well, you're doing, you know, you're running a, three different jobs and you're doing, you know, you really seem like you've boxed it into, you know, certain segments of time. I mean, you're just focused on one task and that's how, you know, you're actually moving forward faster by, you know, decreasing your workload, it sounds like, or not necessarily decreasing your workload, but, um, you know, really putting all your energy into each individual thing you're focused on at the time.
1: Right, right, yeah, no, it's it's crazy too how like we always thought. I don't know, did you think that multitasking was amazing? Like I always looked at people who can multitask, and I was like, oh Oh, yeah, someday I'm gonna be like that. I'm like, now I don't want to be like that at all. I just want to be really good at the one thing I'm doing and. That's yeah.
0: it. <laughs> well, that's what's amazing. I mean, you go to, you know, you go to a big conferences and you look at the, you, know, you look at the speaker and they're, they're walking in the hallway, talking to their phone. They have, you know, six people around them and they, you know, they just flew in and you knew that, you know, they got a chauffeur here and, you know, in your mind, they're probably, you know, you think that they're juggling, you know, 20, 30, 40 things. And, and really what it seems like is, you know, after talking to more and more of these people, it's more of, they're really just completely focused and invested into the one task they're doing at that one time. And you know, the the kind of the hoopla that's around them, it's it which is visible to all of us is more of of you know, helping their their performance on the tasks that they're you know, they don't need to do at that moment. So right. I do see that it's always a, an interesting uh you know, what we get from the media and kind of what we see isn't always necessarily what what people are actually focusing on and, and what their what their goal is. But right. so I mean, you know, whether whether somebody's going into, you know, similar industry to you or completely different. I think the same the same you know, um, Same ideas apply. So, I mean, you know, what would be, you know, I guess, I guess, three pieces of advice or or two pieces of advice for, uh, you know, somebody else that's looking to, you know, they're in their job, they're just not feeling fulfilled. They want to kind of take their life into their own hands, at least for for their success. I mean, would you have any advice for them?
1: Yeah, yeah, I would. Um,
0: I feel like kind of almost reverse engineering
1: is like the best way to kind of figure that out. So, you know, in your ideal world, like, what do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to be really wealthy? Do you want to be, do you want to have time freedom? Do you want to be able to like live debt free and travel with your family and have that kind of freedom and and have enough money so that you can do that successfully, but, but so that you can, you know, basically have that be your focus. So I feel like really figuring out what you want and in the end, like what's your end goal um, and, and kind of having an end goal. Because I think that if you're constantly just like chasing after the next thing, then that's just like a really kind of hopeless way to live, like.
0: Well, I think writing. What's that, the purpose
1: important. then? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. I
0: mean, it's, it's the actually holding yourself to it because I feel like like we all have the thoughts of just I want to do X, you know, but then when you actually write it out and, you know, what does it look like? What does that what does that life actually entail? What is, you know, the travel in the world? OK, is it what is that lifestyle like? And, and right. yeah, I mean, have you found that do you do you write many of your your goals out or how do you bring them oh, totally. to reality? Do you feel?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like for this month and this month I do monthly goals and then like yeah. big goals. So like right now my mm-hmm. monthly goals are like the screensaver on my phone. So every yeah. time like my phone, I just see what my, what I'm supposed to do this month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm definitely like goal oriented. um, for oh. sure. And I, I am like little goals. I feel like the, the big goals, I need to know what they are because that's ultimately what I'm working towards. And if it's not getting me close to those bigger goals, then I, why would I do it? But yeah. I have to kind of focus on the, on like the next thing, the next step. Um, Otherwise, if I'm only focused on that big, big goal, then sometimes it can, can feel overwhelming to me. I can get overwhelmed by that. So I, I do know what my big goal is, but I really focus on accomplishing the next small goal.
0: Yeah. You got to get those more oh. frequent successes, does make it, and it's motivating too. Yeah. Yeah. Towards the big goal. Totally. So what is your, what is the next step for you? What is the, the big goal you're shooting for? What's your, what's next in Summer's World?
1: So, um, so the next, the next goal, and it's so crazy to say it out loud. I'm like, Oh my gosh, probably one of my, <laughs> one of my coworkers is going to hear me or something like that. But my next goal is to completely retire from hospital nursing. Um, wow. so I did that, you know, while my husband was in law school and just to, to give us the freedom to travel and everything like that. Um, so I'm so excited to be able to completely step away from that. Um, cause right now I, I do night shift, like, because oh, I'm yeah. juggling things during the day. So nights are the only time that I really can work at a hospital. Um, so it's just really messed up my sleep schedule for the last five years. Like I just, I'm literally like the day that I am totally done, I'm going to hire a sleep trainer to help me get back <laughs> on track. Cause things are just so beyond help with my, You're I feel, gonna need it, right? with my sleep schedule. So that's my next goal is like everything that I'm doing right now is, I'm um, building up towards completely stepping away from nursing and not just for like a time, but like forever. Yeah. Like I want to yeah. completely be retired from that. Um, and just focus wow. on my two businesses. So that's the next step for me. um, and then something that's exciting with my, um, my brick and mortar business, my aesthetics business is that, um, we're moving it to a location that is really, um, high end. We're moving from like a, a one room facility, no oh, wow. room, no bathroom to an 1800 square foot space. So, wow. it, you know, I, I'll be just completely, uh, <laughs> infatuated with that process as we're moving and designing and picking out furniture and all the things that like really excite me. I love that stuff. Um, so
0: all that sounds meeting. incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're we're so excited and like we kind of can't believe it and we're a little bit nervous obviously, but it'll When's be When's that really, going to open up? Or it, do you have
0: a do you have a timeline yet of of when you're actually going to be opening the doors?
1: Yeah, so so before the end of 2018. We don't have any wow, other details okay. besides that, but we'll definitely yeah. have our doors open by the time, you know, December 2018 rolls around.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, we're excited to see it. I'm excited to stop by if they go to check it out. And so if people want to uh, get a hold of you or get in line or get info about school sculpting or, or what you're doing, how do they what's the best way to find you?
1: So my well, OK, let's see. There's a lot of different things that you could do because I have like my business website and then also my personal. So um, okay. you can find us on Instagram Um, or, you know, you can just Google us. Specialized Aesthetics is our business name. And if you want to connect with me personally, and I do, you know, post about my businesses on my personal pages as well, but you can also find me as um, Summer Chantel, C-H-A-N-T-A-L on Instagram, um, and then Summer Chantel Walters on Facebook.
0: Awesome. That sounds great. Well, everybody, got to check out Summer. Um, Thanks you all for listening today, and thank you so much, for, Summer, for coming on. I really appreciate your time. And yeah. All your good stuff. And, yeah, thank yeah, you so much, Have a great rest Jordan. of your day. I yeah, appreciate it.
1: Same. Talk to you later. All right. Bye.